Hey dads, before we jump into today's episode, I want to let you know about a great resource we have for you called the Dad-Son Challenge, 10 manly activities that dads and sons can do together. These are fun activities that you and your son can do to help both of you get better at being men that are based around the five marks of manhood that we talk about in each episode of Manly Tales. So go to manhoodtribes.com challenge where you can download your free dad-son challenge today. That's manhoodtribes.com slash challenge. Welcome to Manly Tales, stories for making men out of boys, a podcast for dads and sons to listen to together. I'm Don Ross, the host of Manly Tales, and each episode you'll hear my sons and me talk about the stories that are inspiring and teaching us about what it means to be a man. We're excited to have you listen in with us. This episode is part of season one of Manly Tales, where we're talking about American Tall Tales. Today's story is the tale of Captain Stormalong. Let's listen together. Thomas Eddyston, the great and salty lighthouse keeper, climbed the steps of the old torch to light the beacon as a maelstrom blew in along the New England coast. He caught a final glimpse of the stars before the gray clouds covered the whole of the sky and spied a shooting star streak across the expanse. Good eve, Captain Stormalong as if speaking to the common itself. Smooth sailing to you up there. Pray it's a mite calmer for you than these poor ships at seas this night. Of course, twouldn't slow you any, old Tom said with a chuckle. Aye, you're quite the sea dog. As I stare out those foamy waves, my mind can't help but put itself back on the deck of the courser, your old ship. That was quite the vessel. I remember it was so huge I had to get on my Arabian horse to make it from the stem to the stern. Why, if I had to climb the rigging all the way to the crow's nest, it was so far up. When I started the climb, I had nothing but jet black hair, but when I reached the nest, I had more than a few gray hairs in my beard. Those hinges were a right smart idea. Be able to swing the mast back as to not scrape the moon as we sailed on by. Aye, that was some massive ship, your courser, Captain. The rain began to beat down harder on the glass of the lighthouse. The waves crashed on the crags of the cliff. Old Tom continued checking the light atop the lighthouse, polishing the glass, checking the fuel, and continued to talk to this Captain Stormalong, as if he were right there with him. Of course, man your size need a ship that big. What was it you told me how big you were when they found you wash up on the shores, you old son of Neptune? Already a fathom and a half. By the time I knew you, you stood five fathoms tall. Used old sails as skivvies. About as tall as the mainmast on my first sailing vessel. He looked out, and there was a clipper ship fighting the maelstrom, trying to stay off the rocks. In Tom's years of experience, he was not confident that ship was going to make it safely to the shore. Yet he continued to talk to Stormalong. Aye, sir. "'Twere a pleasure sailing with you. "'Do you remember that time we beat that good-for-nothing dinghy "'they called a steamship in that race across the seas? "'They acted as though they knew Neptune himself "'with all their puffery and talk. (laughs) "'Boy, did those barnacles eat their words "'when Alfred Bulltop Stormalong, captain of the courser, 
came into the finish line leagues ahead of them. As old Tom stared out to the seas, the clipper looked to be in more trouble as the waves crashed over the side. It was looking dire for the ship far from the quay. But that weren't nothing compared to the fight you had with that overgrown sea monster. The Kraken. The crew thought we lost you in that battle. I remember as we were sailing out deep into the Pacific and there was a storm. Much like there is tonight. And that gigantic tentacle reached over the side of the courser to try to drag us down to Davy Jones' locker. I didn't think there was anything that can match the size of the courser. But that devil of the sea sure did. And you... You rushed over to the side of the boat and dove into the water like you were diving in to fish out a man-gun overboard, falchion clenched in your teeth. Soon after that, the tentacles that were gripping the courser began to loose and sink back into the briny deep. We on the crew knew that was your doing, your courage, your strength. Tough and as salty as the sea itself. You dove into the slimy jaws of that devil to save your ship. To save your crew. To protect the freedom that's only found on the open ocean. But we didn't see you for hours. Only you, that kraken, and God himself knows what happened in the deep. Those hours turned into days, myself and the crew scanning the horizon for any sign of you or the Kraken. Didn't see none. Until on that sixth day, your arm breached the water, grabbed the sight of the courser, and pulled yourself aboard. Your skin covered in welts and scars from the Kraken's tentacles. I remember as you coughed ocean water all over the deck. Your mischievous grin curled on your face as you said, Well, boys, when I brought that overgone calamari to Davy Jones' locker, he took one look at me in that thing and just handed me the combination. Lightning flashed, thunder cracked, and the ship out in the bay seemed to have stopped, run aground on the reef out there. If they didn't get moving towards the harbor, and soon they'd be goners. Old Tom had seen it before. You seem bored of sailing after that, Captain Stormalong. Like it had all become far too easy for you. You'd tame the sea and the creatures therein. I guess that's why you dropped all of us crew off here. Set sail on your own. I heard you sailed up there. To the heavens on the courser itself. And that when them comets are zinging by in the night sky, it's you sailing through the cosmos. Aye, but I miss you, Captain. And that ship out there could sure use some Stormalong strength. Just then, a brilliant flash of what seemed a mixture of lightning and a comet crashed into the sea not far from the clipper, wedged on the reef. Old Tom couldn't make out any details through the rain-streaked glass and so stepped out onto the railing, scope in hand, peering closely at the soon-to-be flotsam and jetsam in the bay. When all of a sudden... A monstrous hand emerged from the water, seemingly picking up the ship and setting it down next to the harbor. Safe. 
Old Tom looked out again, and with another flash of lightning, he saw a mischievous grin curl around a face the size of that now-saved vessel, looking right at him. And as the flash disappeared, so too did the visage. Thank you, Captain. Bon voyage. All right. Well, that story about Captain Stormalong was pretty exciting. I liked that one, actually. That was probably a character that I wasn't as familiar with in terms of like the tall tales that I had heard before. But I really liked that one. That was that was pretty good. What did y'all think? What was what was your like favorite moment in the story? Um, for sure, my favorite moment was when he fought the Kraken, and six days later, his hand triumphantly came out of the water. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that was exciting. That was kind of like a scene out of a movie, right? That was, yeah. was pretty neat to think about. Colton, how about you? What was your favorite moment in the story? Um, probably the same when he fought the Kraken and got like all those cool scars from fighting the Kraken. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was a pretty, pretty epic epic battle scene i liked it too um well what did you like about captain Stormalong? like what were your favorite things about him just as a character i liked that his whole thing was kind of like he was a sailor and he had skill but he was willing to risk his life and his ship to be able to save his crew yeah that was i liked that too i liked that he seemed like a man that i would want to follow you know somebody i'd want to be around what did you like about the character that like also, what Eli said that he's like very respected and like he can be respected. Like he respects his crew, and so his crew respects him. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. That's uh, yeah, same kind of thing. He seems like somebody that we would want to follow. That's awesome. Okay, so when we when we look at these stories, we like to hear at Manly Tales. We like to try to talk about what can we learn about being a man from the characters in our stories. And the way that we do that is by looking at our five marks of manhood. And we say these are things that we think should be true and present in every real man's life. And those five marks of manhood are strength, courage, skill, honor, and allegiance. And we've spent some time kind of talking about each one where we sort of said, you know, each story that we've talked about in the past few episodes kind of represented one of those marks of manhood. But today, I think we kind of have some freedom now just to sort of say, well, what marks of manhood do we see in the story? Maybe not. Maybe there's not just one. Maybe there's a few. What did you guys see or hear as we went through Captain Stormalong's story? How did he uh, exhibit some of our marks of manhood? Um, definitely like the whole thing with him being a sailor. I mean, that takes skill. Yeah. There's a lot of skill involved in being a really good sailor. I think, uh, his marks of manhood is skill and courage. Okay. And why courage? How did he show courage? Um, how he like just died right in and like fought the uh, Kraken. Yeah, he just went right after it, didn't that he? That shows a lot of strength and courage. Yeah, I think so too. I think too, what about in the way that he led and served his crew and even kind of at the end of the story where we heard about him rescuing the ship in the harbor? What, what does that tell us about what kind of man he was? Um, That tells us that he was willing to risk it all just to save some people. Uh, yeah. And that probably shows that he's got honor, right? He's a man of honor who really tries to do right by the other people around him, that he is interested in serving them and leading them well. And, you know, like we said, that that um, he had the respect of his crew and uh, that he sacrificed a lot to be able to to save them and to serve them, which is great. 
Okay, so what um, what then can we learn about being a man from somebody like Old Stormalong? Like, you should just like be able to like help any random person, like even what they were like, just like helping them out, like helping an old lady cross the street and like stuff like that. Okay, what else? What can we learn about being a man from Captain Stormalong? Um. Well. He was very courageous and was willing to do things that might get himself hurt or killed um, just to be able to help people. So I think um, some of the things we could do, just going out of the way, risking some of our time to be able to help somebody that might not necessarily be a huge thing, but you're still being able to help someone. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. All right. Well, we like to end every episode of Manly Tales by leaving you guys with a question to be able to ask each other. So dads and sons, as you're listening to this together, wherever you're listening, uh, that you would take some time after this episode is over to continue the discussion. So the question that we have today for the dads is, how do you try to have honor with the people you lead or work with? And the questions for his son today is, who's someone you could help today? Okay, great. We hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of Manly Tales, and we look forward to talking to you next time. We'll see ya. Bye-bye. See you guys later. Manly Tales stories are adapted and performed by Josh Burns. For more information about the show, visit ManlyTales.com. Hey dads, don't forget to download your dad-son challenge, 10 manly activities that dads and sons can do together. Just go to manhoodtribes.com slash challenge.